Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Chatting Shit with myself, Louis, the greatest man in the world. Okay, bro. Right, okay, come on. Uh, your fellow men of the world, Casey and Jacob, don't know what else to describe them by. And we have a new guest, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hello, we've, hello. We've got uh, Jack today. <laughs> totally wasn't a backup. We did all, he's been waiting for a while. He's been waiting for a while. We wasn't sure if he was he was able to come. We found that he could come and he came. He came through. Look, it's simple, straight to the point. He's here when others yeah. couldn't be. He stepped up when he when we, he was needed. So thank you, Jack, for being here. No problem. So right. what do you normally do on a Wednesday though? Steph, it's a boring maths thing. No one cares about it. Straight to the point. I like it. I like it. Straight to the point. Uh, so what do you do in STEM then? Is it what step? Uh, step. Basically, it's a an, a maths exam. If you want to do maths at Cambridge, you have to do it uh, as part of the application process, and you have to get a certain grade in the exam to be able to do maths at Cambridge. You know, interesting. I think that's a brilliant segue onto our topic for today, which university. is university. University life, damn, isn't it? That was damn, pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was planned. That was planned. <laughs> and we're not we're not scripted, okay? Of course not. So, do you guys know where you want to go? Like exactly, you know. I have Where are you going? What you're gonna do? I reckon we have. What are you gonna do after it? I reckon we have aspirations, like options. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, uh, we're going up to Scotland at some point. Yeah, you indeed we, we are. You guys going up to uh, St Andrews? St Andrews. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, very jealous. See what Scotland's like. See what's good. Not understand a fucking word. Have some Scottish fun. Yeah. Scott, Scott, oh, I'm not even going to do Scottish, Scottish, Scottish fun. Scottish fun. Scottish fun in your No, 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 you have to do that now. Fun that they have in Scotland. I don't know what you could do in Scotland. What I'm do Scots do? I don't know, I've never been there. Never been there? No. Oh. What do we have? That's no. a bit stereotypical, what? isn't it? What about your Scottish friend? Oh, no, I've got to forget, but I never went up what there to see him. No, I met him, in, <laughs> I met him in Gran Canaria. Oh, damn. Gran Canaria? Yeah. Where's that? In the Canary Islands. In Gran Canaria. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, well, for, has anyone here visited any uni yet? I mean, I th- it's quite early on to be doing that, but I think, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure we've all looked over things. Like, have, Jack, have you looked over anything? I've been to, well my, well, my brother went to uni like a few years ago, so I went around then, if that really counts. Where was that? Uh, he went to Bath, but we went to like basically all over the country. Right, Bath's Scotland, nice. Bath is meant to be really nice, actually. That's second for psychology, so I will be looking at that. <laughs> so what what do you guys want to do at university? Do you know what courses you want to take? You uh, you wanted to be an architect, right? Well, I had architecture, but then I'm thinking, if I take an architecture course at uni, that's like that's commi- that, that's that, a big commitment. Yeah, well. that's just one direction. That's it's, like I've basically just shut myself off to. Well, the th- the thing is with architecture is there are there are opportunities once you get into the field, but that is a seven year commitment. Yeah, at sure, uni. but it's also like if if I get a degree in like an architecture related course, you, you then what it. else can I do? I mean, but you could say the same thing about a lot of other things. I mean, apart from you know the core subjects, you know, maths, the sciences, and English, you can do a lot with those. Yeah, but. You know, if you're if you're specialising anyway in anything, you're not going to be able to you know transfer. You might be able to transfer into you know different construction degrees and everything mm. from architecture, but I'm not sure you'd be able to you know transfer say into English. But you never no. know. So they, what, about, what about you, Jacob? What do you want to do? I don't know. Well, I used to want to be an architect, but yeah, like Casey, I guess I, I was intimidated by the commitment of. You're intimidated. Well, it's a seven year course plus you have to do work experience before actually working, so that's a year and a half on top of that, and that's like the minimum. You can do way more than that, so that's eight years and a half of my life in which. So if we all go off, to, let's say we don't, none of us take gap years or anything. We go off, and let's say we're young, unlike Louis, 
Um, Excuse me. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're like a, you know. Let's say, let's say we're younger. We're in the younger half of the year. So. He's like <laughs> half a year older. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's say because Louis would be. He's probably going to be nineteen around the time he goes to uni, because he's yeah. Because they go yeah, off, they yeah, go yeah. off about a month yeah. later than school starts. So, if that's the case, we let's say we're all eighteen when we go off. Eight and a half years. We're going to be twenty six or so, which that's quite that's quite a long time to be at uni. Number one, that's a lot of years because. You know, unis themselves cost loads. It's about three thousand a year now, so that's twenty-four thousand. Is it? no, it's eight thousand a year, isn't it? What am I saying? Eight thousand a year in unis, isn't it? Is it? I'm, I'm it depends on where you go. I think it yeah. depends, but I think it's roughly in like the bulk, you know, between three to eight, I guess, which is a big difference. But minimum, it could be I don't know, twenty-four thousand. Maximum, it could be. It's well, like 60,000. Yeah, but in terms of student loans... Oh, of like, course. Bursaries are great now. Yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where it takes so long to pay them off. They're in, the bank ends up writing them off. That's, that's the true. I've heard about that. They it's, just it's, it's, it's honestly worth... It probably costs more to chase them up than it does to... Yeah. So it get, like, I don't think like looking out for student debt is such a big thing, at least in the UK. Yeah, I don't think it should be a put off. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I think you should chase what you because if, if it's something you enjoy doing, it's yeah, worth it. Yeah, if you get an, like a an offer, at, you know, Oxbridge or whatever, you know, that's that's like the peak in this country. You know, obviously, if you don't want to go, that's fair. If you have your own reasons, but you know, if you want the best education you can get, why would you turn it down just because you you know you can't afford it? Obviously, that kind of sounds you know quite upper class as such. You know, obviously there will be people out there who can't actually afford it, but I don't think it should be. You should be intimidated by I think it. Or that's nonsense. I think that's nonsense. I think there's always a way for someone. Yeah, to exactly. It. That's what yeah. I mean. Like there's bursaries, there's student loans. Exactly. For any any criteria, basically religion, race, even gender. I mean, yeah. you have also postcode areas where if you come from a certain postcode as well, they'll also uh, I think lower the tuition fee for you. Yeah. They understand that you come from an underdeveloped I th- area. I think. Um, you got to be careful because obviously my uh, my cousin's currently at uni- university. She's at Portsmouth, uh, studying media and uh, advertising. Oh, my sister's studying media. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> she's in her first year, isn't she? Yeah. She's so my cousin's year. in her second year. So she's I think, in Greenwich. Yeah. So Port, yeah, Portsmouth and Greenwich. You know, they're you know they're pretty well known areas as well. But the thing is, the area of the university itself doesn't really come into play. It's more that so what's happened with my cousin is she's taken out you know a student loan, which is pretty a pretty normal thing to do. But the way that the bank does it is that they, or like whoever supplies the loan, is that they look at your family background. So obviously, I oh yeah, because some of your your uh, income for it is based off of your parents' exactly. income as well. So this is the thing. I don't obviously don't know the exact you know how much money my aunt and uncle are really bringing in. I can't even really estimate. Um, but but all I don't think they're earning you know like like the craziest like the highest amounts of money but they've been given the lowest for, like the lowest category for a loan for her because you know they're stable and everything mm. so this is what I mean you've got you've got to weigh that up as well obviously I think like Jack said it's definitely possible no matter your situation or whatever but I think that um, you've got to weigh it up again because especially if you are you know not necessarily the most well off but you are stable you might not get as much money as you think for it but that's why bursaries are there as well so I mean, I'm guessing you want to study maths as yeah, you're doing the step, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So, um, as, is, what, do you just have to do the step exam as well as doing the normal maths exam in order to study at Cambridge? Or is that a common thing in most Russell Group universities? Uh, I think m- most the universities have an entrance exam. So, for Oxford, there's the math exam, for Cambridge, the step. I'm not really sure about other universities. I haven't really looked at other universities yet. 
but what this exam is is you do it at the same times when you do your a levels so in the in the summer term of year 13 and it's just they give you a grade and it's part of your um offer to get a certain grade in the step exam to do maths at university mm-hmm. yeah see i, I want to do a computer mm-hmm. computer science instead and you do have to get a certain grade in maths for that as well because yeah. it's quite maths based and even in the first year of computer science you have to do a maths paper um, yeah, but until you get i think when you get into your second year and your third year uh, is when you stop doing maths and you focus more on the actual computer science i was uh, personally like, i was thinking of staying in well, i want to go to cambridge to study computer science uh or st andrews and um uh i, I probably want to stay for a full four years yeah and maybe try and get a master's yeah uh, same thing because that, at the end of year four you can get integrated masters which i think would be really good to have yeah I think especially that, in the future i think that i think that would look really good you know as well and just like you know a bachelor's degree from many of the top universities is going to look amazing but if you've shown your commitment on top of that and then gone for the masters the masters is going to look even better mm. and then the fact that you've just committed yourself to another year towards a subject that you have a passion for i think anyone's going to be lucky to have you in that field you know mm. All right, well, here's, here's a question for you guys. Do you think that everyone should strive to go to university or see it as they should go to university in order to pursue a, a, a decent pay or, or like... A... See, I wouldn't say it's... Uh, I'm a bit 50-50 on that question because at the same time, university is not for everyone, mm-hmm. right? You could go and get an apprenticeship and go into the world of work. That's what you really want to do if you want to start working as soon as possible uh like that's fine you can do whatever mm-hmm. but i do think that especially today it's very important to go to university and always get a specialized job yeah it's, it's very hard to get a specialized job now without any mm-hmm. university degree to back it up i because i was talking to my uh, dad about it and he said back in when he was uh coming out of education and everything you didn't really need a university degree to be honest you could just go into the work and you could do just well without it but Today, it, because there's so many specialised jobs in society and moving forward, and therefore jobs and technology is moving forward as well, you do need to keep up with that and obviously further education and learning about certain things such as biology, sciences, maths, English, whatever, mm-hmm. is quite vital for quite a specialised job. So I would say it is if you can handle it, then definitely go for it. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, I have an opinion. So I think no matter how developed a society is, you always need people that are unskilled workers. Mm. So garbage bin men, builders, yeah, etc., etc. So you can't have everyone in the economy going to university and becoming some highbrow, specialised job because that's not... Society can't function like that. Like, my dad told me, like, when... In the past, there was the strikes of the garbage men mm. and the country basically shut down because it's just garbage everywhere and no one can do anything. Like, for example, when trains are on strike on less riots for trains and the underground like it shuts down the economy basically in london oh yeah mm. of course i think yeah that that's something that goes unnoticed quite a bit obviously we're getting more attention with that with all these strikes and everything i think you're seeing strikes more in you know the skilled work fields you know like you know the nhs at the moment but obviously i think people do forget you know how necessary these these unskilled jobs as such are i think an interesting point to bring up is you know I, i've met people who you know are so intelligent uh, you know, and they're so skilled in their area of work, but outside of that, they're incapable. 
Like, I, I would almost argue that some of these unskilled jobs require skill themselves because, like, the people who have specialised so much into that field, into another field or such, they wouldn't be able to function in a similar thing. So, like, you're, so you're saying more skilled people are... You've met skilled people that are not practical in... Exactly. Sort of law, yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. I, I couldn't... Honestly, obviously, I imagine they could adjust to it pretty quickly. You know, they can learn it because, obviously, the things with these unskilled jobs is that I imagine it takes slightly less time to, you know, pick up but I reckon if you dropped a doctor straight into a garbage, uh, like a garbage man's like job, they're they're not going to function on the first yeah. day, are they? No. Exactly. You do. I think that is also quite important because most people focus on those higher jobs, and therefore the government also focuses on those mm -hmm. higher jobs. But then they neglect the low, the lower skilled jobs, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, therefore, as you said, society can't function without those lower skilled jobs because you do need someone to sort of mow the lawn if catch my drift you yeah. need someone to tidy everything up and keep everything working if you know what i mean yeah right well, i think a good example is like casey you were working at adventure island weren't you obviously that's a part-time well, job well, for a short amount short of time. Time. for a short two amount weeks. but you know, you know but that's yeah. but, like, but that's like okay i guess that's a part-time job so obviously that's not comparable to say something more like you know full-time like a, a bin man as such mm -hmm. but you know i think you can relate a lot of those sort of skills you know those are pra more you know practical things rather than you know, you have you didn't have to go. To yeah, I don't particularly it. have to be book smart. To exactly. Work at Adventure yeah. Island. So, but obviously, they wouldn't be able to like the amount of people Adventure Island employ. They would not be able to function without like you know people like you, you know, working in the summer and whatever. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the training that you had to go through, it's it's just you uh, for one of the shifts I had a booklet, but um, that I worked through for a couple of hours, which was purely just talking about like prices and. Mm -hmm what to do in certain situations and like safety uh, procedures and such. But then after that, it was literally just watching what other people are doing. And so that's what I wanted to sort of go into is, is the value of experience compared to knowledge. Yeah. Especially in less skilled, uh, like lower skilled jobs, that, that factor of experience definitely plays a larger role. Mm -hmm. So then it's, what do you think, say you're an employer what what is held more highly the person that has worked in xyz abc mm -hmm. blah 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 all related to that or the person that's fresh out of uni had a couple part-time jobs at like cafes and such but has that that level of education that's an interesting point because i think you know like jack said there's so many people going to uni now it's like it's it's such a popular thing to do obviously there are still people who don't but like because of that, you know, a lot of courses are quite, you know, they're overstocked. There's a lot of people coming straight out with, uh, you know, obviously I want to do psychology. Psychology is quite popular, generally. And a lot of the time they don't actually necessarily go into, like, straight psychology. It's, it's quite a, trans, like, transferable course. So what's interesting is that when the employer's looking at you, are they going to look at you and see your degree and be like, right, well, I've seen about six half of those today. Or are they going to take someone who maybe also has a degree or, or even doesn't have a degree, but is, are they going to look at someone who's got, you know, more experience in, in the actual working world? Mm. And I think, right, well, this person, no one else has had that. Maybe that's something to consider. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And that experience is just as important as the actual grace because mm. if you show that you've been also working in a, for instance, I work at a pub, showing that I work in that kind of environment as well as being able to uh, work in a study environment such as school and uni, it shows that you can adapt. Yeah, and exactly. You, you can adapt to whatever situation is thrown at you, really, mm -hmm. whether that be practical or whatever. Like, I, I mean, I'm going to take a couple of examples. You know, like, 
Steve Jobs at Apple, right? He had a degree, obviously, and he had some great skills. But if you take him outside of that, he was a very confident speaker that he's built up over time, speaking at different events and everything. So if we drop someone in that position with, uh, you know, less experience outside of, you know, te like technical technical things <laughs> and all that, <laughs> technical <laughs> things, <laughs> you know, it, he has skills outside of his degree, basically. I don't think if we drop someone who didn't straight out of uni into that situation, who was a, you know, a genius mastermind when it comes to technology, I still don't think he they would have been able to sell the iPhone as well. Mm. Exactly. I don't think, um, like, there's a difference between someone straight out of uni and someone who has experience in the fact that all the people that have experience these days probably have a degree yeah. in that field as well. So these new uh, people fresh out of uni don't actually have anything different or special on the table at this point considering uh, it's 2020 and university has been popular for probably decades um but i think it's also quite important to have a mix of people so some fresh out of uni and some that have experience mm. because it's these people that are new out of uni that might have these ex like crazy ideas that might actually work yeah for example like there's bill gates he was a college dropout but then he founded Microsoft and become one of the richest people in the world. Of course, yeah. The same with Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos wasn't anything crazy until he started setting up setting up these little things. The same for who made Tesla? I'm sorry. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Elon Musk the same. He you know was making little games and programs and obviously then he sold one and it took off. So yeah. I think it's it's important. Like, I think you should focus on what you, you love and you would want to do. Even if that doesn't lead you down an academic path, just yeah. focus on stuff you like to do. Because the best thing I, I've always been told, the best thing to do is to turn your hobby into your job. Of course, yeah. It's something you because enjoy. It's something, yeah, it's something you enjoy. And then once it becomes your job, you can start it's living like, off it. What is that quote? It's like, it's like um, it, have, a, have a job that you love doing and you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, Jack, what's your passion outside of maths? Of and Adam Whitaker instead. What? You know, if you if you couldn't do if you weren't aiming to do a maths degree and you had to take your hobby right now that you're enjoying and take turn that into a job, you could snap your finger. Wait, okay. like anything I want. Anything, any hobby you're enjoying right now, that's something you're enjoying doing. And you I can make want, money. I would want to be a Twitch streamer. Honestly. That's, a, that's 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 <laughs> like, really? the easy. Like it sounds like such an yeah, easy. Yeah, that, that is. Play video games it's, all day. It's, it's, I would say Twitch stream is a lot easier than say like YouTube. The thing is, because the thing yeah. with YouTube, you have to edit and you have to of make course. it look good. With Twitch stream, because it, it's live, you don't need to. Like you don't need to bother. With the it. only thing you like <laughs> the only thing you have to worry about <laughs> is just like censoring yourself. Yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, but let's but, be honest. Most Twitch streamers who are girls are they're, they're cam girls. Uh, oh, I don't I'm sorry. There's guidelines on Twitch. Yeah, but do do does Twitch enforce them? You're going. I mean, you're going to hold up, Louis. You got to be. You got to be careful what you, what you say about these Twitch shows. You can get Tom Balcom after you. Relax, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, these rules aren't actually set in stone. For example, there's Elena Tia. That's her name, I think. Uh, like she's she said the N word. She's basically been nude. Uh, she's, she's thrown her cat. Yeah, she's thrown her like, cat. Like, she, cat she, yeah. like, she force-fed her cat vodka uh, on stream, but nothing's happened to her. Like these rules don't actually matter. There's there's a theory that that um, they're actually all like sort of girlfriends of people who work at Twitch, and yeah, that's why they don't that. get reported. That's or that, at least they get reported. Nothing happens. No, that'd be hilarious, right? That would be hilarious. But I know I think we need to disclose. Obviously, yeah, Twitch. I don't want to say it's an easy job. I'm sure it's not easy, but it, in comparison to like you know, the, you know, I mean, the, the sure, base it's time consuming. It, yeah, I, I, no, no, but I reckon 
it's not easy, but I don't think, you know, the base skill required is obviously as high as something like a doctor. Like, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, there's... Um, is commonly described as there's two types of, like, streamers or YouTubers. Mm. People that are either really good at it or the people that are really entertaining. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you could see it as a hard job to get into if you're looking at it from the side of being really skilled at it. Yeah, that, that goes back to what we said about esports and everything. It's the same as yeah. you know, competing. As a, you've got to practice. You've got to put hours in every day. And obviously Twitch streamers do that. But there's a difference between the people who are solely entertaining people by you know, showing off their skills and being really impressive than it is, you know, making someone laugh. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's just catering to what people want to see. Of course. Just like with any forms of media, yeah. really. I, yeah. I, I think also, once you find a skill and you're able to pub publicise that skill that you're good at, the fact that you're good at it, you're, you like the stuff you're good at, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. you just inherently will like it because you're good at it. It makes you feel so, good. So once you start publishing it and then people start realising that, oh my God, he's actually, he's actually quite skilled. And then if you can turn that skill into more of a comedic effect, that's even more publicity yeah. because people will be like, not only is he pretty good at what he does, I kind of like watching him. Yeah. For instance, I've been watching this uh, guy called um, Michael Reeves and he's very skilled at programming oh, yeah, I've watched and uh, making robotic stuff. And he, he, made, he made a tub which squirts energy drink at you when your eyes are closed. What? What's that? <laughs> and he, and he, 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 he strapped a tank to it and he uh, dialed it up to 40 PSI pressure. So you must have a fucking ho water hose on your face every time you close your eyes. It was amazing. It really was. He also made a room where that swore every time it bumped into something. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's just like, it's not only their skill, it's also their, their ability to be charismatic. Mm -hmm, yeah. And that's also really important, especially, especially in a working environment. You've got to be charismatic as well. Oh, of course, yeah. Especially in the corporate world, because if you're going to be doing meetings and that, and you can't hold a solid conversation, oh, yeah. or at least be interesting, you, that's going to be bad for you in the long run especially yeah I mean also obviously if you don't enjoy it like what you're doing then you're not going to have really that sort of urge. St Andrews are calling mate St Andrews I'm, get, I'm getting a call from Scotland boys yeah, call from Scotland <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah you know I think I, I think Louis I think you brought up a brilliant point there in that you know I think you know just general conversation as well. I think obviously it's that's incredibly useful in the you know the corporate world and the working world. But you need that in real life anyway, which is links back to how you know it's a good comparison to draw between you know there are people in board meetings who uh, are charismatic and people enjoy you know uh, talking to them, and then there's like, the streamers who are charismatic and are good at holding conversations, but just with the purpose of being lighthearted and entertaining people. Yeah, I think it, the the these transferable skills come out like you know we, we get taught about these transferable skills at school they are very genuinely very useful mm. for any any type of job except if you're a bin man you probably don't need to speak to anyone that much well my do yeah like uh, shout out to any bin men who listen to us do any bin men listen to us i don't know do you know <laughs> maybe well any future bin men if that's your aspiration you're you're serving your country you that's, are i'm gonna be honest bin men are pretty vital in society I'm gonna be well because that's the thing because is uh i forget the um a proper name for it but it's like jobs that you feel that you have a right to serve or a right to fill yeah a vocation. Like, yeah vocation. i would say that if if my country called upon me for military service i would probably feel it yeah i feel I, like i have quite that nationalist patriotic pride i think i, I think it's I think, important i think a lot of i think sort of i would i would, I would consider like myself i would even consider going to the army at one point 
Not necessarily yeah, know, war, quite, just to quite, support people. Quite a few people we yeah, know we know quite a few army, people. Yeah, yeah not, ne- not necessarily com- combat, obviously. I don't know where my life will take me, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of jobs in the army now mm. as well that you can fulfill that don't involve you actually, you know, going to war or anything if there was one. You know? Exactly. You could be a helicopter technician. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it ranges a whole spectrum. It's, it's insane. You get paid, you get food. It's, it, it, that's quite Plus, nice. it looks insane on your CV once you leave. It does look great yeah. as well. If you've, worked, if you've worked in some form of armed force, it does yeah. look brilliant. But um, back on the topic of uh, Binmen and how they're vital society, I don't understand why they do their job at rush hour. That yeah, is one thing true. I'd that argue. Is that, that is stupid. That is, that is, that is, <laughs> whoever contracts them to do that is, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, surely they're doing it all day as in like there's so many houses. there are yeah they have to be doing all well surely you'd wait to just after excuse. rush hour yeah i mean it, it's kind of ridiculous because obviously with rush hour you've got people going to work you've got people dropping their kids off to school and then if you start adding garbage trucks into it which inherently have to be slow so they can collect all yeah. the trash and that on the on the road you're just slowing down infrastructure yeah, i think i think you'll no find reason. that they're not just starting at that hour i think what's happening is they're getting up in the early hours of the morning and they just happen to be wherever you know you see them in mm. Russia. And the thing is, I think it would be more painful for them to just like you know make their way back to wherever they're being come. Like, because where are they going to stop and store it? Do they get formally paid, as in with money, or do they get informally paid, as in they get uh, cash, house, and or they get uh, living? Wait, what do you, what do you mean? You mean because you can get paid money. in two ways. You can get paid in like cash or mon- like money. Which or you, you get paid in terms of um, you, accommodation. Are you talking formal and informal employment, or are you what are you talking? Because formal and informal is like you get a salary, or do you just get cash on the day? Like, what are you talking? I, I'm just saying, just saying you two, get a house. There's two forms of payment. You can either get accommodation from it, or you can get paid in terms of money. I don't think they get an accommodation no, out of being a bin man. They, they have a salary. Yeah. They have a good salary in Russia. It's like fifty grand. Yeah, that's really? that's, that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty good. Sam, I am aspiring to be a bin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, you know what? I've, I've, I've heard figures of fifty grand. You, is that so before or after tax? You, I imagine before. Yeah. Before no, but uh, you you okay? You, that's still, still, still you gotta say that. Like, that's that's a that's a, that's a pretty good starting salary, honestly. But I could just what, be floating nonsense. The thing is, the thing is, obviously, you have to get up in the early hours of the morning every day. Of, do you have to work every day of the year? That's another thing. Are you no, working no, constantly? Yeah, the bid went only one day a week. It cannot be 50,000 50, a year yeah, then, can it? One I day a week. Unless they do something no, else. No, I'm pretty wrong. Well. <laughs> it's hard for that. Officially, you know what? the city's refuse workers earn a basic salary of between 24 to 26 grand. You know what? That isn't the worst thing for one day a week either. That wasn't... That, yeah, that's not even... Wait, but the total workers... About the same as a nurse. That's awful. Well, yeah, that just goes to but show... But up to uh, £9,000 more than an army squaddy risking his life in combat. That is all... Hold that's, up. That's awful. Okay, yeah. we want to find If some... it's the same as a nurse, I feel like it just goes to show the state of our Hold NHS. up. But no, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Sorry, you, but it's, they only work one day a week. And that's They're 24... They're contracted to a 37-hour week made up of four daily shifts of a 9 to... Okay, but twenty four thousand. Okay, isn't the worst starting job? She can have a second job with that as well. Yeah, if you, yeah, it's not. You'll be not you could, every day. You could be starting up your own business. You could be selling a product on the day job. I know someone at my pub who has two jobs. She has the pub, and she also, I think, works at um, the college in Southend. Yeah, the thing is, like, you could be making like obviously, I I have a job on Sunday. I'm sure there's got to be other jobs you can just do one day. Of. So you could have multiple jobs, which people do. You could have a four day week for that. And then you could have a, a job on the Friday as well, or on a Saturday. Yeah. It's brilliant. That, you know, bin men. 
saving society What's by the maximum people? number of jobs you can have at any one time? I don't think there's a there's mi- no maximum. That's how much time you've got. Yeah, it's true. You know, there, there is a saying that people, some people can work more than 24 hours out of the day in that, you know, they're doing multiple things. There are some people that do two jobs at once in that, that they could be, you know, working in a cafe, but then also, you know, you see those jobs, on online jobs now where, you know, answer surveys in there. Apparently, that's not a job. That's not a job. That can be a job. No, I know, but you do. You can get money from it, and that's the thing. But people are churning out like. I I won't particularly count as a job, though. I mean, it could be obvious. There is a person I know who um, uh, who forms his own uh, e-commerce company. Oh yeah, you said. Yeah, and he earns six figures uh, because he teaches um, corporate uh, people in corporate um, companies how to do e-commerce. Imagine being 16 and your salary already being six figures. Mm, that's my like, What would you do with that money? I, I don't know what I would do. I mean, you're 16. The what thing is, he's I'd put it all into like savings. Because like, yeah, then like you can move out. You can move out and you'd set for the rest of your life, really. Because if you're, your parents... I wouldn't, though. Invest it. You have to save it. Yeah. yeah, you'd invest a bit of it. No, I think you'd stick a lot of it in the savings. And then, you know, you've got nothing to lose, really, have you? You're 16, you've always got something to fall back on. The thing is, if you came into that sum of money, would you reckon, to say you just started now, how much would you reckon you'd change up your lifestyle? Because I personally would feel that I wouldn't really change anything. Because I wouldn't want to be in the position of like, I have so much money, let's blow it on a bunch of stuff. No, I just... I'd I'd be less, obviously, I'd be less tight with money. Oh, of course, yeah. But I mean... If I'm out and I want, you know, the portion of chips, I'm not going to think... Right, I'll save that two quid for later. No, I'll, yeah. I'll buy a portion of chips. Like, if there's something I want that I think you know would actually benefit me and isn't too expensive, I'm I'll kind probably of really get cautious it. Cautious with my money. Yeah, me Especially too. Especially in terms of paying for food and everything, I'm really cautious. Why? I I, I just am. I, I don't know why. I I don't like spending money. No, this is at all. Yeah. No, no, but no one does. I don't. I don't think anyone That's can comfortably f- say that they like seeing the number in their bank account. That's down. a fact. Like, I, there are people out there. There are people out there that like just getting stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, spending the money though. I, yeah, I could say items. I. So personally, I like buying new clothes because yeah. I just, I just like having like new things to wear. But I don't like spending the money. I don't know. It could be say I really, really, really like and I really, really want, or I really need. Mm-hmm. But. It's just the fact that it has a price just deters me. Yeah, this is the thing. What I'll do a lot is if I want it, I'll go see it. And I won't buy it because I'm like, I want to save my money. And then what will happen a couple of days later, I'll just go back and get it anyway. Because like what it takes like a couple of days over I've, just to decide to get it. I've gotten to a point with things where I, I see it and I might want it, but then I'll leave it for a bit. Because what's happened in the past is I've seen something, I've really wanted it, I've bought it, and then yeah, like, like I barely use it anymore. So for me, it's... It's not if I just get this sudden urge to want it. It's also like continuous and like I'll come back to it later and be like, you know what, I still want that. The, the issue is I, I'm pretty, I'm like very happy with my saving abilities. But I t- the one thing that honestly I think gets to a lot of people, you know, using your phone now to pay for things. It's yeah. so yeah. easy yeah. to spend so much money because I- you always have your phone with you. Mm. It's even like just paying with like card, just like tapping on a machine. Exactly. Like you don't get the same pain as like handing over money. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you can physically see like the thickness of your bill was going like going down. Whereas if whereas you just phone, tap a card or tap a phone, yeah. you don't see exactly. anything. You don't. And it, the worst part is it's that these taps of the phones and everything, you're, you, you're not oftentimes using it on like expensive things. You're just like, you're at a cafe. Right, I'll just tap that. And then by the end of the day, you've spent like 30 quid or whatever just like from going out yeah. and tapping your phone. Yeah. It's, it's a lot and it stacks up mm. especially for instance at 
our school, at least in terms of food, is I probably spent a lot of money in that cafe. Oh yeah, yeah. It, I, a five a fiver for food probably. It's re- it's really smart because uh, obviously they're not what ex- a day. I don't know. Probably, probably about four quid average. Three, four quid probably yeah. a day. Yeah, the thing is, that's yeah. a lot of money. I would. Um, Most I've spent is six. They're very smart in there because they don't charge a lot, but obviously because they don't charge a lot, that entices you right. Like oh, one little extra thing won't hurt. Mm. And then by the end of the day, yeah, you spent five quid, and that's one day of the week. So yeah, I, I wasn't even spending that much, but I just noticed that you know I was like, tapping like, a lot. Like the main meal, which is like two pound fifty, which is yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's, good. that's then, a meal deal. That's less than a meal deal. Yeah. But then when you get the drink, which is also you get like one twenty like if it's a, a diet fizzy drink, like, you get yeah. one twenty. You think oh, okay, maybe I want like I don't know, just something like I don't know, a cookie for after or whatever, or, or just like or, a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. that's another eighty p. So then that just kind of stacks up, and you end up spending like four pound. And at the day. end of the day, that four pound a day, you know, if you're if you're employed and everything and getting money every day to pay for, it, and that's your lunch, that's not that bad. But you know, when you're a teenager and obviously you can't work constantly, and obviously I'm not saying it's you know easy to work constantly, but you know, when it's kind of hard to you know find a job where you're constantly getting paid and everything, it's kind of hard to, you know, support yourself. You know, when you don't have money, mm. and obviously, so four pounds a day when you have money, it's not that much. It just puts things into perspective when you have less money and you're trying to save. Four pounds is like a big difference mm. that day. I would say, would you? I, I would say that I'm more financially conscious than my parents. No, I wouldn't. My, would no, I, that's my personal experience. Because my mum spends on stuff that she just doesn't need to spend on. But because she refuses to learn how to do other things, she then relies on how she's been doing it, but that ends up costing her money. For instance, Sky. Sky costs a crap ton of money. Yeah. And she could easily be using something like Netflix, where it only costs like £7 a month. Like, I can't remember. But um, it's an, anyway, it's less than Sky. But the fact that she refuses to learn to, uh, how her Amazon Fire Stick works means she stays on Sky, and therefore she's still paying like eighty quid a month. Yeah, I think TV is not necessarily the, the most the, like the best example because obviously everyone does watch TV at some point. Like I'm sure your sister watches TV and like when no, guests. No, actually, no oh, one really watches TV. That yeah, I I agree. No one really watches TV except my mum and my dad does occasionally watch it. Yeah, so my parents watch. There's it, a justification, yeah. and they are watching more Netflix and you know Amazon Video nowadays, but. TV is obviously just a thing people have got accustomed to, so obviously you know people are used to it. But I think you know probably like a worse example now. There are so many like bottled water. We've got water on our desks, and I know there are some areas in which water is you know awful from the tap, and we're not getting onto a bloody sharp and round top conversation. Okay, all right. No, no, we're not. not We are not. not, I was just. But bottled water at the end of the day is a massive scam. It's filtered water, which you can get a filter for your tap. Your water's filtered anyway. No, exactly. But you know, and obviously, if you want it to taste exactly the same, you're just getting off a filter, like an, an add-on one. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like but then they claim it's been cleansed by by rocks. And it and it probably has mountains. it probably has been, but that, that's just cool. Really come from the mountains. It probably does get. To, it probably does come from really, the mountains. Really, really. But I don't I would go to South End Sea Seafront. Grab some water and fill with that. That's been blessed by a yeah. lot of things that more than just the thing rocks. is, I reckon that that probably is from the mountains, but they paint it out to be this picturesque mountain peak and they yeah, scoop oh, it up. These, these <laughs> springs that they stand under with the bottles. They're, they're under a waterfall, like literally <laughs> draining it. No, they, does they, bottled water contain fluoride like it does in the taps? I, I believe. So. I think so. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, 
because it's like you know it's there's ions and everything still in bottled water for, re- yeah, for but a reason. The government puts fluoride in our water, doesn't it? Don't they? What is that? What for? What? What? Purpose? It's just it's for uh, dental hygiene. Oh, that's for this. It's not harmful for you. Good on the government. Good on the government. But no, I'll tell you what, they they are going to mountains, I imagine, but they're not going to, yeah, like some picturesque peak to connect it. They're they're sticking something in the ground and, you know, pulling it up and there's water. That's what that's what's happening. Just have a bunch of Vogue models. Well, they've got they've got like they've got they've got like a syringe thing going on where they've just put it in the ground, they put it up and it draws the water. Oh yeah, it's just it's just a plant. Yeah, it's it's not some picturesque that go into like this lake and like no. They just find like low polluted water but that's or what I mean just like, that just like it, fairly clean water that's what I mean that oh, it filter. actually do, no they don't do it from the tap they just they actually get it from um, the South Shore yeah, Lake they, Geneva yeah because otherwise it would be you know it would be full it they're would, advertising yeah. something that they're yeah. not doing yeah which I Nestle and you know Evian and Buxton and Volvic you know they would get huge rap if they were just taking it from the tap so yeah um, but but at the end of the day, just just, just a scam. There's, there's not there's not an actual. That's an example. That's compl- this is completely unnecessary. I don't think I disagree. I think bottled water, the price of it is for the convenience of it. Yeah, like of you course. Can take it anywhere with you. I think you I'd agree. You're not as able to just get water from a tap anyway. I'd agree, but there's people like at my house, and it's just a bad habit if I'm being honest. But like, we'll drink bottled water when we're at home for no reason. Just that. I, like, I, mean, I, no, I, I get all my water from the tap. I, very rarely get bottled water. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It does taste better than our one at home. But obviously, if we got a better filter, you know, fitted, it would save money in, in the long term, obviously. I mean, my, my parents just buy, like, uh, like a pack of, like, four two-litre bottles, and I just keep that in my room. And I'll just, like, Yeah, that's what I, that's what I do a lot as well. Uh, I also, especially on holiday, because you're not meant to drink uh, tap water in places like Europe. Yes. Because it's... But I... I still sometimes do it because it's just out of habit. Yeah. You've got to be careful. Yeah, you have to be really careful with that. Because you don't know what's in the water a lot of the time. Fucking Obviously, it can be... It's not nothing <laughs> Nothing that will probably kill you because you, you they wash in there anyway. But um, you've got to be careful. It's probably not good for you. The water is going to betray you. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's, but still, warm water tastes round. Uh, yeah, right, let's oh, move. It's moving swiftly I on. It, it does. It I does. Agree. It tastes rap. Moving swiftly on. I am the man of the people and I speak the word. You keep saying you're the man of the people, but the only person to agree with you is the person sitting right next to you. Hey, my mum agrees. I asked my mum. <laughs> <and laughs> <you, my laughs> right, so we got a we got two people against all right, yeah. the rest of the if world. If you're listening to this podcast, all right? Oh, we are not doing we're this gonna, again. We're going to post something on the Instagram. No, we're not. No, we're not. We need a poll. No, because we are actually going to post something on the Instagram, all right? I mean, I'm going to post something on Instagram. Anything. Just comment on it. Uh, I agree with Louis Thomas of Chatting Or we'll, we'll just stick a poll up, yes or, yeah, we'll yes stick, or yes no. Yes or no. We'll stick a poll up, yes or no. It does. It, what? Okay, okay see, you've you already done this in a podcast, and I proved you both wrong. Right, so why are you sticking you a poll up? You both wrong, because <laughs> no, we both tried stubborn. it, and we disagreed. Yeah, we were stubborn. <laughs> it, was two, it was a two to three. It's a half now, so Shut either way, it lands up. Okay, buddy. Right, but moving on. I think <laughs> li- linking linking back to you know, that university life thing, this money saving stuff we're talking about right now, and these um, you really need to watch it when you're at university. Do you do anything actively for savings? Because I every time I get paid, I force myself to put fifty quid into a savings. Every single. I just try and not spend money, but it doesn't really go um, well. Every single bit of weekly, every time I get paid, you know, for my job. I give it to my dad. It's just for the car, like when I to run a car. I will. See, ha- I won't be doing that. That's another way that I I think I'm quite money conscious. I mean, I personally don't see what I'm gonna be doing with a car when I go to uni. 
Yeah, we do. Yeah, there's there's literally no point for me. I probably wait until I'm in my twenties. The difference, no, the difference is my pam, my family are quite big on me coming back like every you know for you know, the weekend or whatever. Yeah, but then just public transport. Yeah, it'll cost yeah. less because you have to pay for. Petrol. I know, but it's just it's convenience. I can get myself to and places. You don't have to pay for taxi. Well, VAT, but. You don't have to pay for taxis with, for your car when you're doing public transport. It's better for the environment. No, I, I I get that, but it's obviously the convenience that I can take myself places. You know, with, and what obviously the reason the Earth is dying. No, this <laughs> my parents are the well, reason. Well, you get an electric car. That's kind of. <laughs> the, 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 my parents are the reason the Earth is dying because they're the ones who won't let me get you know, the train back or walk back when it's late at night. You know, it's just that since I can take myself places I just when my parents don't see the point. Say so, say I will be, uh, go to uni. If I if I want to come back, it's going to take longer to drive down. It's going to cost more for petrol. You know, parking up. Say say I go to a London uni, finding parking. Exactly. It's just it doesn't seem like it's worth the hassle. So I might as well just use public transport. Are you going to get a car jack as soon as you go? No, I'm not. Uh, if related to university, have you seen the traffic on Freshers Week? No, nah, like, that's true. That's true. That's very true. Traffic jam. <laughs> It is look. so bad driving. <laughs> you, look, you guys, you guys are gonna be, you guys are gonna be eating your words when I have a car and you're like, oh, Jacob, can I get a lift to work? So and so. To be fair, if I do, when I do get a car, I'd probably be an Uber driver. Like, exactly. I, like not an official Uber driver, but just like if you want to lift. Yeah, that's what I to used to know. It's literally just you have a free evening. You're just like, yeah. that's I'm a doing lifts in this area. Yeah, just yeah, like pay me a fiver or something like that. Especially, I'm not too fussed about passing my tests because yeah. I'm just not. Gonna a big thing as well uh, that people are overlooking is obviously I don't drink, so this isn't the same for everyone. But you know, if if people are taken home and they have been drinking, you know, I I'm always going to be a guaranteed safe driver. That's mm. that, which is quite good. Yeah, you know, that's going to be handy. You don't drink. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I I'm probably. I'm not really going to get an electric car, I don't think. I still, I'm a bit of a petrol head. It's going to be a hybrid I thing. Quite like it's going to be a hybrid. A petrol car. I think, I think hybrid. You're the really, reason the earth is dying. I, I really like yeah. rev the engine, you know. I think, I think hybrids are currently where we should be standing in. That I, I don't do, think. I do agree with the whole moving forward with electric and that, but again, it's just like the pet, it's the petrol head inside me. Just like if I'm going to be getting a car, is petrol head a term? Yeah, uh, I think I think it's like it's like, it wheel, it's like wheel head, isn't it? Well, well an electric electric car still has wheels, Jake. <laughs> yeah, like that's like something like a car. Piston. Oh no, petrol head is a TV show with Richard Hammond. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So wait, uh, Casey, no, can we get repeat on what you told Louis he was doing to the environment? Just killing, just killing. I do agree with the whole. Clip it, ship it, boys. I do agree with the whole moving forward with electric stuff, but it's just like, come on. You do. He's literally a boomer. He's like, oh, anything new, you know, it's it's all right, but you know, I just it's just not there yet. You know, it's never gonna be there. Uh, well, on oh, that oh, note, a <laughs> oh, I just want to burn the environment. Right, yeah. I, I just want Australia to burn. <laughs> I just want the the ice to caps to melt. To be fair, if I get a car, I would probably want it to be LG, uh, L, LGBT. <laughs> 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 I probably want it to be LP. G gas because that doesn't make sense. LP gas because the G stands for gas. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I probably want it to be LPG because a it's cheaper and b it's a byproduct of um, uh, distillation of uh, the petrol anyway. Right. So anyway, I'd be using that instead. It does actually help the environment when you burn it. It, yeah, it uh, creates. Um, 
Carbon dioxide, not, not a lot of carbon dioxide. Louis, 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 and when spilled in large quantities, the only environmental damage it can do is freezing of plants. It still wasn't Done. electric cars. This is Louis. This is Louis. Louis. Electric car. Where's electric uh, electricity produced? Ale- electric that, That's not Louis. Louis. That's not my problem, you see. <laughs> Louis. Electric cars are cool, but melting the ice caps, lads. Burning the earth. You know, that, it, it, it doesn't it, do that. I mean, it's lean, green, and cheaper too. I've, I've been trying to end this episode for about five minutes. It's lean, <laughs> mean, gone on a rant green, about LPG. Anyway, and he's a fan. No, <laughs> and on that bombshell, <laughs> on that bombshell, Louis wants to be lean, green, but he's also a bit of a fiend when it comes to the environment. So I think that's a nice way to finish it. Louis a fiend. <laughs> I didn't get that reaction. Come on, guys, you're slacking. I need that reaction. Yeah, that was you good one. Yes. Oh, How would I entertain that? people if you don't? You know? Anyway, V8 superior. Shut it off. Uh, and in that conclusion, uh, society, you know, it, it just keeps moving. No, what did we start with on this podcast episode? Uh, he doesn't even know. University, university. Right, university. brilliant. Okay, good. Okay, well, okay. thank you for listening to um, what started off about university. To be fair. Louis, no, 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 we are trying to end this. We've been going on for far too Another long. Another thing about Elf. <laughs> but um, thank you, Jack, for yeah, coming you know, on. Yeah, Jack, I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed Jack. You know, he he gave up his time to be here. So yeah, thanks. I mean, he's better than what I do normally. So yeah, so, so and he's been he's been a good addition. So adios. Right. Until next time. You're right, remember. Check the Instagram. Check the Instagram. Check the Instagram. Check the Instagram. And don't forget, remember to say yes to the poll. No, don't. I am correct. Don't be a correct. boomer. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. And we'll How many times are you going to say that? We'll see, <laughs> we'll see you next time. We'll see you next week.